The Lord be with you. You know, I've been thinking that this might actually be the most authentic Easter most of us have ever experienced. All the ornamentation is stripped away, and we're left in our homes, alone, afraid, worried, anxious, and grieving. It doesn't feel very Eastery, but that's exactly where Jesus' friends found themselves on that first Easter. So if you want to hear how the light shone in that darkness and how he might shine in your darkness as well, then do whatever you need to do to listen well to these words from the book that breathes life. Let's pray. Lord, it's in your light that we see light. It's in your truth that we find freedom and in your way that we find peace. So shine on us now, O Lord. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Early in the morning, on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They've taken away the Lord, and we do not know where they've put him. So Simon Peter and the other disciple set out for the tomb. They were running together, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and looked in and saw the linen cloths lying there. Following him, Peter arrived and went in, and he saw the cloths lying there. He also saw the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head, folded up and lying by itself. Then the other disciple, the one who arrived first, also went in. He saw and believed. They didn't yet understand the scriptures that Jesus must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. But Mary, Mary stood outside near the tomb, crying. And as she cried, she bent down and looked into the tomb and saw two angels dressed in white sitting where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and one at the foot. And the angels said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they've taken away the Lord, and I don't know where they've put him. After she said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? 
thinking he was the gardener. She said to him, If you've taken him away, tell me where you put him so I can go and get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary? And she turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. And Jesus replied and said, Do not hold on to me, for I haven't yet ascended to my father, but go to my brothers and sisters and tell them I am going to my father and your father, to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I've seen the Lord and told them all that he had said to her. It was still the first day of the week. That evening, while the disciples were behind closed doors because they were afraid of the Jewish authorities, Jesus came and stood among them. And he said to them, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. When the disciples saw the Lord, they were filled with joy. And he said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you. And then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they're forgiven. If you don't forgive them, they aren't forgiven. Now Thomas, the one called Didymus, one of the twelve, wasn't with the other disciples when Jesus came. The other disciples told him, we've seen the Lord. But Thomas said, unless I see the nail marks in his hands, put my finger in the wounds left by the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. After eight days, his disciples were again in a house and Thomas was with them. Even though the doors were locked, Jesus entered and stood among them. And he said to them, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. Look at the wounds in my hands. Put your finger into my side. No more disbelief. Believe. And Thomas responded to Jesus, My Lord and my God. Jesus said, Do you believe because you've seen me? Blessed are those who do not see and yet believe. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, signs that are not recounted in this scroll. But these are written so that you might come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, God's Son, and that through believing, you may find life in his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Early in the morning, on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, One of the strange things about doing videos this way is that 
I don't actually know what time it is when you're watching this. But while I don't know where the sun is in the sky, I'm guessing it's still dark. We're not together. All of our plans and traditions have been thrown out this year. You may be alone. You may have been alone for weeks now. Or you may be stuck with your family, which at first was fun and then a little annoying, and now they're driving you crazy. Chances are by now you know someone who has COVID. You may know someone who's died. You may be sick. You may be wondering if this cough might actually be more than just allergies. I don't know what time it is now for you, but I'm still fairly confident that it's dark. Here's the good news though. If you're watching this while it's dark, that means you're about to find yourself right in the middle of the story. The story begins while it's still dark. The story begins in a cemetery. The story begins in death and sorrow and loss because that's always where resurrection begins. As we follow the story, wondering if there's anything in it for us today, I want to look at two things with you. I want to look at where Jesus is and what Jesus says. Where Jesus is and what Jesus says. Where Jesus is. Did you notice that? Where is Jesus? He's not in the tomb. That's one of the first things we learn. The tomb is empty and we know why. Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Alleluia. This is Easter. Death has been defeated. The light has beat the darkness. Hope beat despair. Life beat death. The tomb is empty because Jesus has been raised. But they don't know that yet. They're still wondering. They're still searching. Where is Jesus? Well, Jesus shows up with Mary, right? She doesn't recognize him at first, but he's there. He shows up in the darkness. He shows up in her frantic searching, in her confusion. Jesus is there with her, there in her grieving, there in her loss, there in her abandonment and loneliness. Jesus was there with Mary. And then Jesus shows up with the disciples. Though the doors are locked, he shows up there with them too. There in the midst of their fear, there in the midst of their worry and dread, there as they've barricaded themselves inside, not knowing what lies in store for them outside, Jesus is there. Jesus shows up with Thomas too. Jesus goes and finds him, shows up, speaks right to him. Jesus is there in his anger, in his hurt, 
And yes, even in his doubt. Where is Jesus on that first Easter? Well, it seems like he's wherever his followers are. And in the story, that means Jesus isn't in a bunch of pomp and circumstance. Jesus isn't in trumpet blasts and massive flower arrangements. Jesus isn't in new outfits and lavish feasts. Jesus is there where it's still dark. Which means Jesus is right where we are on this strange Easter. Hurt or angry about how this has all gone and what it means for us. Jesus is there, huddled in our homes, barricaded in by fear and worry. Jesus is there, sitting alone, missing friends and family and the warmth of their presence and touch. Jesus is there in the grieving of all the losses of this season the vacations that have been canceled, income and jobs lost, whole semesters at school and the victory lap of a senior year gone, loved ones who've died alone, funerals without the comfort of the body gathered. Jesus is there too. Jesus is here. He is with you. He's beside you, even while it's still dark. That's where Jesus is. And this is what Jesus says. He says a lot of things, really. The first thing he says is, why are you weeping? Not to shame Mary or chide her, not what's wrong with you, woman? Why are you crying? But to empathize to connect, to draw close and be with her. Why are you crying? He then speaks her name. In calling out her name, he gives her her identity back. He gives her her personhood back. As the Father sent me, so I send you, he says to his disciples pushing them out the door with this resurrection good news to declare that God has won the victory, that God has done everything necessary to come and be with us, that death itself has been defeated. But what Jesus can't seem to stop saying is peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Be with you. In Hebrew, it's the most common of greetings. Shalom Alechem, peace to you. But it is anything but common when it's found on the lips of the risen Jesus. See, Jesus doesn't simply greet us, Jesus proclaims, Peace be with you. Jesus enacts, Peace be with you. Peace to you who are lonely. Peace to you who are afraid. 
Peace to you who are grieving and have lost and are sorrowful and heartbroken. Peace to you who are anxious and worried. Peace to you who are over it. Peace to you who have no idea how you're going to make it through as this continues to drag on. Peace be with you. And don't make the mistake of thinking that Jesus wants you to just take a deep breath. Jesus doesn't mean for you to just find some inner reserve of calm and rest amidst the storm. Jesus doesn't just hope that you find your moment of zen in all of this. Jesus declares, peace be with you. And in declaring this, Jesus is enacting God's shalom, God's wholeness, God's restoration, the very kingdom of God in our midst. On the lips of the risen Jesus, with sin and death and the grave conquered, peace be with you is another way of saying as Jesus does from the throne in Revelation 21, I am making all things new. Where is Jesus? He's with us. In the darkness. In the sorrow. In the anxiety. In the fear and the grief. And it's there that Jesus proclaims, peace be with you. Declaring restoration. Declaring recreation. Declaring resurrection to you. While it's still dark. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.